Hallelujah. Okay, let's close our eyes. Loving Father, we thank you and we praise you, God, for this time, for this day. Father, your word says where two or three are gathered in your name, you are present in the midst of them. Father, we have come here today to seek your word. We have come here today to seek knowledge, to seek counsel, to seek understanding. And Lord, when your word is revealed to us, you said, Jesus, the secrets of the kingdom of heaven is hidden from the world, but revealed to your children. Father, we are your children here who have come to listen, to hear those mysteries. O Spirit of God, you are present here. Holy Spirit, teach us today. Teach us the truth. And Lord, help us to understand your word. Because Lord, it is only understanding your word that brings a change, a transformation, promotions and victories in our lives, O God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being present here, for teaching us your word. And Holy Spirit, just as you accompanied the apostles as they went and preached the word of God, you were working with them and confirming every word being preached with signs and wonders. I thank you, Lord, that even here today, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Lord, today, you will confirm with signs and wonders every word of yours that is preached in this place. We make this prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's quickly go to Luke chapter 13, verse 6. He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree. Now who is speaking this parable? Jesus. Okay. Jesus is speaking this parable and he says, A certain man had a fig tree. Say that, a certain man. A certain man. You know, in other places, Jesus says, a man sowed the seed. But here, he is saying, a certain man. Okay? A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then he said unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? And he, that is Jesus, and he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it and if it bear fruit, 
well and if it and if not then after that thou shall cut it down hallelujah now this is the parable jesus is speaking and he's saying a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard a certain man had a fig tree not a fig seed okay he planted a full grown fig tree in his vineyard now what do you plant in a vineyard you you plant wines you plant grapes but look at this certain man he has planted a full grown fig tree in his vineyard now this certain man remember i said this is a parable jesus is speaking to the people okay and behind every parable that jesus spoke there was a hidden meaning there was a hidden truth which jesus was revealing it to the people okay and so in this parable the certain man he is talking about is god so god planted a fig tree in the in his vineyard now if you see in the vineyard there are vines there are creepers there are climbers okay a vineyard is full of is a place where vines are grown and these vines are creepers and climbers now vines are a is a plant which cannot grow upright okay it always requires it grows horizontally and it it requires some support to grow vines cannot grow upright because it has because the stem of that vine is so thin that it cannot provide adequate support for it to grow upright so it will always creep on things now imagine in this vineyard there is a fig tree planted amongst the vines amongst the creepers and all these creepers and climbers are creeping upon the fig tree now just imagine if you are the fig tree according to this parable you are the fig tree and if you are the fig tree in that vineyard with creepers climbing crawling all around you all over you will you be happy so here is jesus saying this parable he's saying god purposely say that word purposely god purposely took a grown a fig tree and planted it in the vineyard and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none that means god the certain man has expectation of seeing fruit in that fig tree and in this parable you are the fig tree in the same way god is saying that you are planted in the vineyard to produce the fruit hallelujah okay now if you see a vine and a fig tree okay they are both different in nature they are both different in character but do they come under the same category of plant kingdom or do they come under the category of animal kingdom 
they come under the plant kingdom right given that these this fig tree and the vine have both different nature different character but god purposely planted this fig tree in the vineyard okay now when we were born okay when you and i were born in this planet earth we came from the seed of our parents okay we were born with a nature of sin in us the bible says in romans 5:19 that we were made sinners can i can you give me that verse romans 5:19 see it says for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners they did not become sinners because they committed a sin but they were made sinners why were they made sinners because of one man's disobedience that is the disobedience of adam because of that we were all made sinners and that is why we have the nature of sin in us when we were born from our parents from the womb of our mother because our parents came from the seed of adam so that was carried on but the day you and i were born again the day you and i were born again there took a change within us there took a change a transformation within us and that's what it is saying by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous now when we were born again when we heard the word of god being preached to us we responded to that gospel and accepted jesus as a lord god and savior we received jesus in our life we made him our lord and savior when we received jesus in our hearts in our life we were born again that means uh, give me uh, 1 peter chapter 1 verse 23 it says we were born not of the corruptible seed okay we were not born of the corruptible seed but of the incorruptible now what it is he saying he's talking about when we were born out of our mother's womb we were born with the corruptible seed we were born through the corruptible seed but of but when we were born again when we accepted jesus as a lord god and savior and gave our lives to him the holy spirit came within us and gave us a new birth how did he give us a new birth by the word of god which is abiding which lives and abides forever did you follow okay so just as you and i received the nature of sin in us because of the disobedience of adam in the same way you and i received the righteousness of god by one man's obedience that is jesus christ hallelujah are you able to follow 
just as you and i had the nature of sin in us when we were born through our parents from our mother's womb in the same way when you were born from the spiritual womb of your heavenly father you received the righteousness of god through christ jesus in you hallelujah now what is the meaning of righteousness what is the meaning of righteousness righteousness means the very nature of god planted in me my right standing with god that is the meaning of the righteousness of god so because we believe in jesus and we have made jesus the lord and savior of my life i have received the very nature of christ in me did you follow okay now give me colossians chapter 2 verse 9 for in him for in whom for in jesus dwells all the fullness of the godhead bodily where does all the fullness of godhead bodily dwells come on tell me where does the fullness of god dwell in jesus correct and where where does jesus dwell how do you know how do you know see the reason why i'm asking you this question is when you are in the vineyard the devil is going to question you if you are standing on the promise of god if you are believing the word of god the devil is going to come and question you and if you do not know your identity in christ if you do not know who you are in christ he's going to knock you out so how do you know christ is in you no give me 1 colossians chapter 26 there's 1 colossians chapter 1 verse 26 come on read that even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints next verse to whom god would make known what is the riches of the glory of his of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory now do you know now do you know when i ask you how do you know that christ is in you this is the written evidence you remember every time the devil came and spoke to jesus how did jesus respond it is written now if you know the fullness of godhead bodily dwells in christ and christ dwells in you where is the nature of christ is it outside or is it inside so if i have to start producing the fruit of the holy spirit if i need to start producing the fruit of of the heaven where do i need to look outside or inside praise the lord so this is what he's saying you and i when we were born from our mother's womb with the nature of sin you and i were a creeper you and i were a climber 
and when you and i received jesus as a personal savior the holy spirit jesus god the father changed you and me into a victory hallelujah hallelujah um have you ever heard somebody say this you know um i am i'm going through a lot of problems i'm going through a lot of issues in my life i'm going through this trouble i'm going through you know that trouble the devil is really bashing me up the devil is doing you know attacking me left right have you heard that okay now does the bible say that god's people are destroyed because of the devil the bible says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge my people are destroyed because of lack of understanding do you know what is the meaning of understanding we hear this word so often very good i think jeevan is doing his homework well understanding means to get a practical working knowledge if i want to understand something and if i say i understand that means i need to know practically how does this thing work hallelujah now many times people say this the devil is doing that the devil is attacking me the devil is doing blah 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 but god's word says that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge correct lack of understanding you know the world and the body of christ the church somewhere has given the devil a lot of importance whereas the word of god says the devil is under my feet hallelujah how do you know the devil is under my feet it's so simple i am the body of christ hold on hold on hold on i am the body of christ christ is the head wherever the body goes the head follows are you following i am the body of christ and christ is the head so wherever this body goes christ the head has to follow the body but let me tell you the body has no control it only takes instruction from the head and when you're walking when you're moving the question is which head are you taking the instruction from hallelujah now now you see this certain man god planted a fig tree in the vineyard what happens in the vineyard i want to tell you this vineyard what the lord is teaching us this vineyard is your present situation is your present environment wherever you are planted be it in your family be it in your ministry be it in your office be it in your job be it in your marriage be it in your relationship wherever you are planted that is a vineyard that is the vineyard and god has planted you in that vineyard for a purpose hallelujah so what happens in the vineyard in the vineyard are creepers there are climbers full of it now in your vineyard are there some creepers 
Are there some climbers? You know, I was uh, at office and uh, uh, it's been it's been it's been seven years since I've been working with this company and um, every time there have been challenges one after the other. Okay, and I was telling the Lord, I said, Lord, I have seen your glory in this place. Your word has brought forth so much of manifestations here. And yet, Lord, I still have every day somebody or the other coming and irritating, troubling me. I said, Lord, when will you get me out of this place? I want to serve you full time. This was, this is what I said to the Lord. Lord, I want to serve you full time. I want to get out. I want to get into full time ministry. And you know, where did that prayer come from? Because of the pressure that I was going through. Lord, get me out from this problem. I'm willing to face other problems. This has become boring. This has become repeated. But the Lord said, you stay right where I have planted you. Because if you try to get out of the vineyard without training, without proper preparation, what is prepared for you in the days to come, you will not be able to handle it. And the Lord began to teach me, every time I fail a test in my vineyard, every time I fail a test in my situation, I fail to produce the fruit, the Lord will see to it that he causes you to take another test and make sure you pass the test. Hallelujah. So if you are in the same place, fighting the same battles, that means you need to start paying attention and start preparing and start passing the test. Hallelujah. You know, this is something which is very beautiful the Lord taught me in in the vineyard, okay? Uh, In my office, there would be people coming in, irritating, troubling, and every time, you know, I would say, what have I done? Why are these people always coming and irritating? I mind my own business, you mind your own business. So, uh, one day I was asking the Lord, and and you know, the Lord spoke to me and he said, there is a reason I planted this fig tree in the vineyard. Okay? There is a purpose. I said, Lord, can you reveal that purpose to me? In the vineyard, you have these people, you have these kind of creepers crawling and creeping upon you over and over again, choking you and trying to get you to move into anger, into bitterness, into all those kinds of fruit which is not of the kingdom of God. And when you give in to that pressure, you end up producing what is not in line with God's word. Always remember, the reflection of Christ, the reflection of Christ can only be reflected in the vineyard, not in the orchard. What is the difference between the orchard and the vineyard? In the vineyard, you have creepers and climbers crawling all over. But in an orchard, you have trees growing upright. There are no creepers. 
So if you want to produce the fruit, if you want to see the glory of God manifesting in your life, you have to stay there in your vineyard and make sure you go through it, you endure it, you pass all the tests and you come out victorious producing the fruit and that's where God gets the glory. God doesn't get the glory in an orchard where everything is cool, everything is comfortable, there is no issues, no problem, God does not get the glory there. God gets the glory when in your weakness, His strength is made perfect. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, so, um, my question to the Lord was, Lord, you've I know I'm a fig tree. I, I, I have understood that I'm a fig tree. You've planted me in the vineyard to produce the fruit. But how will I produce the fruit? How will I produce the fruit? Does anyone have this question? Or am I the only one who has? I see Willie's hand. Willie, I don't think anybody else. Okay, Maggie Akka. Praise the Lord. Any mothers over here? Okay. Good. There are some mothers over here. Now, how did you get your child? You prayed and God gave you a ready-made, ready-made child? See, when you as a mother gave your seed, now let me ask you, did you work hard to produce that seed in you or God placed it in you? God placed it in you. When you as a mother gave that seed and the husband gave his seed, which he did not work hard to produce, God had placed in him when both of them came together and gave or loosed. Say that word, loosed. When they loosed their seed willingly, cheerfully, there came the fruit, the child. Hallelujah. So how do, how do you and I produce the fruit of the kingdom of God? When you and I lose what God has given to us into the lives of others without any grumbling, without any murmuring with a cheerful heart when you lose those resources, those gifts, though that anointing in the life of others, now you are a fig tree producing the fruit. Come on, give the Lord a big round of, round of praise. Hallelujah. You know what is the most important requirement? Did you follow how you produce the fruit? You produce the fruit when you lose or when you give what you have in the lives of others. Now, the question is, the most important requirement when I have, when I have to produce the fruit is my heart condition. See, you can give Expecting something to get in return. You can lose expecting a blessing from God. When you do that, don't expect 
a fruit because when you are sowing with that heart condition god is not delighted when you selflessly give without expecting anything in return from that person when you help somebody without expecting a help in return from that person when you selflessly give to others that's when you become a fig tree producing the fruit of the spirit hallelujah did you follow how do you produce the fruit is that clear when you lose freely and willingly into the lives of others what god has placed in you that's when you bear fruit that's when you become a tree bearing fruit now the most important criteria for you to bear fruit is your heart condition the most important requirement for you to bear fruit is that there has to be a death you cannot produce a fruit until and unless the seed dies now do you remember jesus saying unless a wheat of grain falls and dies what is that wheat of grain that wheat of grain is you until and unless you put to death by your own choice your desires your wants your interest your thoughts until and unless you put it to death by your own choice and make god's will god's word god's thought and his interest his desire as your own there will not be a death so every seed has to die to produce the fruit the sooner you learn to die to yourself the faster you will become a tree bearing fruit you know this is the lord taught me he taught me while he placed me in that company and every day every moment there would be some creeper some climber coming my way telling me come on it's time for you to produce the fruit those creepers were not saying that to me but it was the holy spirit when me showing them don't look at those people as a problem look at those people those people coming against you as an opportunity for you to produce my fruit the gifts of the holy spirit everybody desires correct and everybody likes to receive gifts correct anybody here who doesn't like to get receive gifts no we all like gifts right and god has given us the gifts of the holy spirit it is easy to receive the gifts but it requires labors to produce the fruit the fruit of the holy spirit has to be cultivated gifts are given for free you don't require any labor but the fruit of the holy spirit needs to be cultivated and cultivation requires labor if you ever get a chance go and see how a farmer cultivates his land he does not wait for a good weather to go and cultivate his land he does not wait for an appointed time to go and cultivate the time 
to cultivate the field he goes there in the sun under that pressure he goes and labors to cultivate the fruit hallelujah now if you are a tree if you are a fig tree planted in the vineyard what is your purpose what is the purpose of this vineyard to bear to bear fruits so you have been placed in the vineyard to bear fruit now there were times when the pressure used to go beyond anybody like me i can see that sister she I, i like the expression she's like oh yeah you are saying what i am going through hallelujah now there were times with me when the pressure was just going too much and i was saying lord god god kept putting me every now and then in a vineyard every now and then even now today i am in a vineyard okay god kept putting me in the vineyard and i began to say lord i am doing everything right i am i am studying i am doing all that you have told me but then why these people why i am facing so much of trouble one problem gets solved there is another one waiting something or the other going on and on so i was you know kind of uh, getting a little uh, in a complaining mode to the lord and i was saying lord what what do you want so the lord asked me a question so he said see i have planted remember i said god has planted the, he planted the fig tree in the vineyard and not in the orchard so i asked the same question you can plant it in the orchard also right why did you have to plant it in the vineyard so he said always remember when you are in a vineyard and you are the tree bearing fruit always remember the fruit is never for the tree i'll repeat it again when you are planted in the vineyard and you are a tree bearing fruit always remember the fruit is never for the tree the fruit is always for the others people will come and pluck that fruit eat that fruit and even destroy that fruit but praise be to god if a person has eaten the fruit of the spirit from you praise god there will certainly be a conversion a change a transformation in that person hallelujah there has to be a change in that person because that person has tasted the fruit of the spirit from you and that fruit that fruit which is the fruit of the spirit has the very power of god in it to go and change and move the mountain hallelujah now let's say you are a tree bearing fruit and there is nobody to come and pluck the fruit and eat it right doesn't matter when the fruit ripens it automatically separates itself from the branch and it falls into the ground when the fruit falls into the ground hallelujah that fruit which has fallen 
Okay, can I have your attention? Okay. Let them let them do what they want. Okay. Now, coming back, if there is nobody to eat your fruit, if there is nobody to eat your fruit, when the fruit matures, when it ripens and it falls into the ground, it separates itself and falls into the ground, that fruit has the very seed in itself and that seed is designed to go and produce the fruit and that to produce the tree and the tree is designed to produce the fruit hallelujah so don't be disappointed or don't be discouraged when people are eating your fruit destroying it and some of them not even bothered you continue to bear to produce the fruit in due season there is going to be a harvest hallelujah go to john chapter 2 verse john chapter 2 and the third day there was a marriage in cana of galilee and the mother of jesus was there and both jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage and when they wanted wine the mother of jesus said unto him they have no wine jesus said unto him jesus said unto her woman what have i to do with you what is jesus saying woman what have i to do with you now why do you think jesus called his mother woman why do you think he called his mother woman because jesus is trying to make us understand for 30 years listen to this for 30 years jesus had been waiting to get into the public ministry he was baptized and he was waiting to get into the public ministry okay and the moment mother mary spoke to jesus she said they have no wine jesus tells mother mary woman why are you telling me it's not yet time for me my hour has not come but the moment mother mary opened her mouth and said this we have they have no wine listen to this again so jesus had waited for 30 years to step into his public ministry okay he was baptized and he was yet waiting because it was not yet time for him and the moment mother mary opened her mouth and said they have no wine Jesus is telling her woman why do you tell me it is not my hour yet my time has not come okay the moment she said this the prophecy of god was fulfilled god said the seed of a woman will crush the head of satan the first woman eve spoke the word to adam and caused and he, she spoke the word to adam and adam <coughs> disobeyed god 
the last woman mary spoke to the last adam that is jesus and led him into the public ministry the first eve spoke to adam and activated the law of sin and death when he disobeyed god the last woman mary spoke to the last adam jesus and activated the plan of god's salvation can we give mother mary a big round of praise hallelujah see that is why the bible says every prophecy has to be backed up by two witnesses okay here you find jesus confirming that prophecy when he called mother mary woman at the beginning of his ministry and when he was on the cross about to give up his spirit that's the that was the second time he called mother mary woman jesus confirmed you are the woman and i am your seed that has crushed the head of satan <laughs> hallelujah Now let's see what Jesus uh, said. Jesus said unto her, "Woman, what have I to do with you? My hour is not yet come." His mother said unto the servants, "Whatsoever he said unto you, don't do it." Don't do it. Look at Mother Mary. She is telling Jesus, she is telling the servants whatever he says she did not even go to argue you are my son you do what i tell you to do mother mary immediately said whatsoever he tells you to do do it okay now let's see what jesus said and there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the jews containing two or three firkins a piece and there were set 36 water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying now these water jars were kept for the purification purpose so there was a tradition when jews when they would come in they would wash their hands and feet and face and then they would come in okay and here it was a wedding ceremony so in this water pot is the water meant for what washing or drinking what purpose for washing purpose containing two or three firkins a piece now please understand these water pots were huge each water pot containing 41 at least 41 liters of water okay and i believe in those days i don't think there were pipes we have pipes right I don't think there were pipes so they would have had to go take the bucket pull draw the water bring it and fill now look at what Jesus said Jesus said unto them fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim now did Jesus tell them to fill the water right now these servants did it with a very cheerful heart How do you know? He did it with a cheerful heart. They filled it to the Now when God tells us to do something, how do we do it? 
with a cheerful heart or do we say lord is this enough do i need to confess the scripture some more time do i need to do something more can i stop it now lord i have already done it what were the attitude of these servants no questions asked they would have gone and told jesus jesus you are asking us to fill 41 liters of water here in this water pot it's very easy for you to say we are the one doing it how many times do we have the same attitude with god god you have just said it you tell us to do this you tell us to forgive you tell us to love it's very easy to say you come down and be in my place and then you tell me how difficult it is hallelujah is that our attitude but look at the servants no words no questions they just do what the master has told them to do they go and fill it with a cheerful heart not saying not complaining anything and they fill it till the water pots begin to overflow hallelujah you can be serving the lord you can be a doer of the word you can be doing a lot of good things but if your attitude is not in line with the heart of god whatever you do does not count i can forgive i can love somebody i can do everything god's word tells me but with a mindset with a thinking that god i'm doing it just because you have told me to do i am not doing it because i love you that is the difference if you are doing anything for christ if you are a tree and you want to produce the fruit and if you are saying lord no matter what this person comes and tells me no matter what i go through no matter what my husband does no matter what my wife does no matter what my father does no matter what my parents say i don't care i am fixed on obeying your word not because i am seeking a reward but because i love you when love is your motive when love is your only agenda the very life of god flows into you and i'm so thankful to the lord that the lord began to teach me and correct me right from the beginning when i received him as my lord it was difficult for me i also had the same attitude and that's why i'm telling you i was going through the same attitude and the holy spirit began to correct me and he said as long as you are doing it to seek a blessing as long as you are doing it to show others that you are a blessing disqualified the faster you learn the stronger and bigger the blessings you enter into god is not looking at my performance he is only looking at my heart what is my heart condition man looks at the outer appearance but god looks right into your heart hallelujah let's go to the next verse verse 8 and he said 
he said jesus said unto them unto the servants draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast draw out now what did jesus ask the servant to draw what did the servant draw the servant drew what okay let me ask this question again what did jesus ask the servant to draw what did the servant draw blossom you are confused i'll ask the question again what did jesus ask to draw water what did the servant draw the servant drew water he drew water it had not yet turned into wine he drew water out of the water pot now where did was this water drawn from from the jar was it meant for drinking purpose or washing purpose it was meant for washing purpose and jesus is telling the servant draw this water take it and give it to the governor to the chief steward now imagine if the steward the chief steward if the governor comes to know that he is the servant is giving him water meant for washing and cleaning purpose what do you think will be the condition of the servant he might even lose his job correct but look at this servant he takes the water and he goes how many times has it happened in my life god has asked us to do things which you in return told god i can't do it i can't do it see always remember god is never going to ask you to do something which you are not equipped to do was these servants equipped to draw the water to fill the water did jesus ask them to cook food did jesus ask them to go and make wine jesus asked them to do a very simple thing that they were equipped to do god will ask you and me to do something that you and i are equipped to do but if he equips you to do something hear this if he expects if he equips you to do something he will demand you to give and produce that something hallelujah if you are saying lord anoint me god is saying sure i'm going i'm going to anoint you and the lord anoints you but what is the anointing for if you are sitting in your comfort zone if god has anointed you if god has invested in you he is going to demand the return on it because he paid the price by his blood what you and i carry today is free yes but somebody died to pay that price so don't take your calling lightly don't take the the gifts the blessings the anointing that god has poured into your life lightly you never know whose blessing whose deliverance is locked up inside of you you sit there in the comfort zone and you say lord i will send somebody else you have missed 
you have missed what god has invested in you if you are in a corporate world and you don't perform you don't give what is expected out of you the next moment you are out but we have taken god his kingdom his love and his mercy so granted that we know we are forgiven so it's okay and that is why this certain man god planted a fully grown fig tree not in the orchard in the vineyard expecting to see fruit out of you and me hallelujah when the ruler of the feast was number 9 when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was but the servants which drew the water knew the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him every man at the beginning does set forth good wine and when men have well drunk then that which is worse but you have kept the good wine let's let's go to the verse 9 again when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water the water had not yet turned wine when jesus told the servant to draw it and take it to the governor when did the water turn into wine when the governor tasted it you can be in your vineyard you can be doing everything god has told you to do and you keep on doing keep on doing go on and on don't quit stay there in the vineyard and keep doing what god has told you there will come a time your water has turned into wine now remember jesus did not even give the servants any plan he did not even tell the servants what he is going to do he did not tell the servants what his plan was he just said do what i have asked you to do and keep filling the pots how many times have we ran away from our vineyard because we got tired of filling our water pots how many times have we quit our jobs how many times have we got out of marriages how many times have we gone ahead and 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 messed up things just because we got tired see always understand this okay this is very very important especially when you are in a vineyard especially okay when you are in the vineyard the devil is going to try his best to get you to open your mouth and speak a word contradicting to the word of god that's why again and again the bible is teaching us through the example of mary through the example of eve what we learned that the moment mother mary opened her mouth that marked the countdown of jesus going to the cross there is so much of power in our words and when we speak words without understanding without knowing what impact it has you don't even realize you are sowing 
seeds which is going to bring a harvest which will not only destroy you it will also destroy your household this is absolutely important especially when you are in the vineyard because that's where he's going to put too much pressure on you and when you are in the vineyard understand for every fruit you produce there is a reward you run away from the vineyard you miss your reward i have been studying this you know i studied this 6 years back and i started studying this topic the scriptures for the last 15 days because there was there came a time when i was in the vineyard with creepers all around me and i was saying god not happening i want to get out i want to get out and the lord began to teach me and he said you know sometimes we learn the basics but it is the basics that we forget because we think now we are no longer small babies to eat to drink milk we want solid food but remember if you do not understand what the word of god says and you don't apply it in your life don't expect the fruit don't expect the reward and that's when the lord began to teach me and he said come on let's go back and revise you are the same person who was overcoming all these problems 6 years back in the same company and i said lord thank you no more wasting time get back on track and start making the corrections it's not too late as long as you hear his voice that's why the scripture says today if you hear his voice do not harden your heart you know what is hardening of heart unbelief when i say lord i know this i have done it you are hardening your heart to the voice of the holy spirit so be quick to make corrections hallelujah can we take down some notes okay how many of you are how many of you are delivered from running away from the vineyard can i see a show of hands how many of you are delivered from the thought of running away from your vineyard hallelujah okay write down see again and again the devil is going to tell you you are not meant for this place especially in your vineyard he'll say you are out of god's will this is not the job for you this is not what god has planned for you the devil is going to put pressure on you and say that get out of this vineyard you don't have to take it the more you hear it from the devil speak back to the devil and say it's now a confirmation i have to be planted here so that i go and produce the fruit i know of people who have messed up their life messed up their relationships because of such lies hallelujah okay write down point number 1 fig tree grows in an orchard 
Fig tree grows in an orchard and not in a vineyard. Point number two, fig tree was planted by the owner. Put that the in caps. Fig tree was planted by the owner for a purpose. Third point, the environment or circumstances, the environment or circumstances did not change the identity of the fig tree. The environment or circumstances did not change the identity of the fig tree, comma, the certain man still called the tree as a fig tree and not as a vine. The certain man still called the fig tree as a fig tree and not as a vine. Fourth point, the environment of the tree, the environment of the tree did not change the expectation of the owner. The environment of the tree did not change the expectation of the owner. What did the owner expect? Did he expect figs or grapes? Figs or grapes? He still expected figs. See, many a times we say this, right? It is in me. I am born with it. You know, no matter how much I try, it's, it's, it runs in the family. Let me tell you, that's a lie from the pits of the hell. When you were born again by that incorruptible seed of the word of God, you got the very DNA of Christ planted in you. You got the very genes of God planted in you. Fifth point, the ineffectiveness of the tree, the ineffectiveness of the tree caused the owner, the certain man, caused the owner, the certain man, to want to want to cut his losses. To cut his losses. The ineffectiveness of the tree caused the owner or the certain man to want to cut his losses. So if you are a fig tree not bearing the fruit, the owner says, cut it off. Why waste the resources? Sixth point, the tree had an intercessor. The tree had an intercessor with the owner. The dresser of the tree. The intercessor asked one more year to do two things. The intercessor asked one more year to do two things. 
what were they to dung it to dung it and to to dug it and to dig it see you know every word in the bible has so much of truth and meaning okay the word says first the wine dresser said give me one more year i will dig it and dung it okay i will dig it and dung it he did not say i will dung it and then dig it are you following he said i will dig it and then dung it so that digging means jesus the wine dresser who is inside of me is going to dig every fruit of corruption that is planted in you and me every day he is going to dig that stronghold the wrong thinking the fruit that has been in us because of the knowledge that we have received from the world he is going to dig it out and then he is going to dung it now does dung come from rotten things it's many or right when god starts digging us it is painful and when you are submissive when god is stripping you of every wrong thought every wrong desire every wrong understanding of you and you're quick to say yes lord i agree with you i partner with you and i'm willing to cooperate with you and you start digging along with the lord along with the holy spirit through the word of god you start digging it out and now the lord begins to manure it he begins to dung it dung is not very nice it stinks and now he is saying i have dicked everything that is out of you now you start planting my word into your heart and as you are planting these seeds into your heart there has to be manuring fertilization to be done so that the seed produce the fruit and that manuring that fertilization is when people come against you when people come against you when you are going through a trouble you are going through a storm and you stay right there in the vineyard you've been dug now you have started sowing the seed of the word of god by speaking it by meditating upon it by putting it into action there comes a time the devil is going to put pressure on you to steal that word away from you but stay right there be consistent in what you are doing let people come with all kinds of manure and put it on you you stand there taking everything and using it for your advantage <laughs> hallelujah see every you know the bible is so beautiful every word in the scripture can you see those words over there the gaps the very gaps between those words there is a mystery hidden in it there is a mystery hidden in every word over there even in the gaps because this word is just not ink and paper 
this word is jesus himself and when you have a relationship with the lord when you have a relationship with jesus with the holy spirit the holy spirit begins to give you revelation he begins to give you understanding practical working knowledge of every mystery that is hidden in the word and this christ we learned is not outside the hope of glory is inside of you and me hallelujah let's close our eyes father god we thank you and we praise you lord for you are good and lord today when we began this session lord i made a prayer and i said lord we have come here to receive counsel we have come here to receive understanding we have come here to receive revelation and we have come here to understand what is my purpose and today lord you showed and you confirmed your word being preached with accompanying signs and wonders lord this is you confirming day after day that your word is alive your word is active your word is operative your word is effective and it brings change and transformation lord help us to renew our mind and lord help us not to delay in making corrections lord help us through your holy spirit and through the grace that is your word to remain grounded to remain consistent and to remain obedient to your word no matter what the pressure because lord you have made us the fig tree planted in the vineyard not to kill us but just to produce the fruit and lord as we go back into our own vineyards help us lord to bring to our mind to our remembrance this parable that you taught because jesus you spoke this parable to your people to god's chosen people whom god had been day after day year after year reminding them telling them you are my chosen people i want you to live with me in fellowship with me in relationship with me but lord they only kept running after idols they only kept running after the world and pleasures of the world lord just as you remained patient jesus you remained patient with that tree and you said give me another year i will work on this and make sure the tree produces fruit lord help us to remember that you are con- continuously working in our lives every time we move to disobey you the holy spirit reminds us don't take that step and yet lord we end up taking that very step lord help us to be quick to make correction and not let our minds to take and think as we please but lord help us to make your word the final authority over my life I thank you father 
whatever i have asked for in prayer right now in the name of jesus i believe i have received it and thank you lord as i believe so shall it be done in the name of jesus we pray amen Thank you.